As the sun starts to set on this season's championship, we head to Silverstone for the penultimate round. Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. It has been three weeks away, but we are coming to the penultimate round at Silverstone. Are you excited, Russ? Yes, I've missed it greatly. Yes, so have I, I've I actually. singing sort of take that songs in my head, wanting it back, just you know, so right. lonely about it. I wonder where you were going with that. Yeah, I can't think of any more love songs, really. Um, <laughs> just it, Justin Timberlake insert song here. I don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, It's been a long three weeks. It certainly has. Um, but this weekend we will be back at the circuit um, for our, our final round at a, live at the circuit Yes. this season. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to it. I, That's good. I always enjoy going to Silverstone. Do I you? like the venue. Okay. I, I think it, it's a really good venue. Yes. Don't like the circuit. I said it before. I want to run different iterations of Silverstone. I want to do. I, I still don't know why can't we do a full. We do a full race of Snetterton, run three miles. So why can't we do a full race of Silverstone? I don't want to start the pod on a downer. But you are. But but I'm going to. Yep. It, it's sort of my trademark. Silverstone is great for facilities, for stuff to do, stuff to see. It's really obviously well equipped for having spectators there, being the national track. Um, but. The national circuit is just a bit boring. I, I do agree with you somewhat. I think, wow. yes, we've got two lots of Thruxton. I think you could throw two different layouts of Silverstone in very Easy. easily. Easily. Um, but I also enjoy the, the close nature of the racing that we always get at Silverstone. I think it'd be really cool. You know, we did that Jubilee race at Snetterton. Uh, yes. Six, was it 60 laps we did or, so, or double race distance? Yeah, so. yeah. Why can't we perhaps do two rounds, you know, two of the three races on the national and then a, one of the races on the big circuit or something like that. Just, because logistics but the circuit's there no one else is using it it's not that you've got like GTs in that ground with their I just you've not even look it's got six corners yeah, that's I not know. a racetrack I, I know that's I my know. journey here has got more corners though you say that Brands Indy about yeah. the same sort of thing as well yes there are it's a mix of corners yeah. though if you look at Silverstone Cops isn't a corner Beckett's kind of is. Brooklyn's isn't a corner. Woodcut isn't a corner. And Brooklyn's is most definitely a corner. Just ask Josh Cook. <laughs> yeah, alright. But the exit of Luffield's not really yeah, a corner. Woodcut's that. not a corner. Um, Cops isn't a corner. I, I would like them to run, or see them run the international or the other half circuit. Particularly as last year, that was on the calendar. Oh, sorry, in the COVID yeah. season. That was originally on the calendar. Yeah. But of course, COVID happened and we lost that, unfortunately. When you look at we're going to Thruxton twice. When you look at next year, we're going to Donington twice in a different layout. That's cool. Yep. I just don't think we make the most of Silverstone. No, and I understand that Silverstone has a busy calendar and and it's difficult to maybe fit two lots of races in. Yeah, yeah. But alternate which circuit we do each year. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I agree. Let's do. Yeah, we do two sets of brands, two different layouts. Yep. We're doing two sets of Donington, two different layouts, two sets of Thruxton. Which, to be fair. They've actually produced some good racing this year, to be fair. They have. To be fair. Yeah. I just don't... Yeah, it's just not... You don't get a lot of great racing at Silverstone. You mentioned there are only six corners. It is one of the shortest circuits on the calendar, being 1.64 miles, and was first raced in 1959. Now, I'm not going to play a game with you this week, because we can both actually see what's 
what the uh, qualifying and race lap record are. Dan Hamish holds the qualifying lap record at 57 second point three four nine lap with an average speed of 102.97 mile an hour. That was back in 2020. And Ash Sutton holds the race record at 57.613. Probably one of those laps where he was angry and wanted to throw the car about. What year was that? Uh, 2021. Was that the year it came from the back of the grid? Last year. No, it wasn't last year. It was 2020 came from the back of the grid after he yes. made a bit of a mistake. Yes. Yes, yes. Um... Yeah, so, as you say, six corners. Where are the sort of main overtaking zones? To where should people be looking out for this weekend? You're looking, coming down the Wellington straight into Brooklands, um, either people looking down the inside, like Cook had a very ambitious move on Butcher last year. Some would say illegal. Yes, the the officials certainly quoted it as illegal. Um, no, no, he damaged his car. The move wasn't illegal. He went over the gra- ran over uh, the grass yes. and ripped the yes, bottom and yes. failed the ride height test. Yes, that was Croft, wasn't it? That it was illegal that he did on Matt Neal. No, I mean, Matt, Matt Neal did, did on him. him. Do, you, do you even wheel, Sam? Yeah, sometimes. Um, and also round the outside of Brooklyn, is trying to get the inside for Luffield and then trying to get the drive through there. Beckett's is a bit of an awkward corner for me because it's a little left right into a hairpin right. Um, all tightens up a bit there, especially on the opening lap. Um, of course, we had that big accident from Butcher there a couple of years ago, which was a mammoth of one. Yes, that car was unrecognisable at yes. the end of it. And it was very lucky not to collect anyone on the way through. Yes, massively so. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they're the areas to watch from. Uh, I think the best spectator areas are on the exit of Luffield through Woodcote. Well, don't where tell them where to stand. We want to be on our own. Don't, don't, don't give hints. <laughs> where the grandstands are. Um, and I think having the grandstands at Silverstone makes it so much better. Three accessible sta- grandstands as well. All, all apart from one, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yes. Generally speaking, three accessible grandstands, which isn't the case at most other circuits. No, no. Unless you want to pay £30 to sit on a very small chair. Yeah, and you were complaining about the Silverstone tax, weren't you? Yeah. We'll see how bad it is this weekend on, on bits and pieces. A reminder of the championship standings then, coming into this weekend. Colin Turkerton leads the way on 311 points. Ash Sutton is behind him on 305. Tom Ingram, 293. Jake Hill, 288. And then Josh Cook, who I think is out of the championship hunt now, on 243. Hill is on the precipice of being out of it as well for me. Yeah, uh, I think by the end of this weekend, Josh Cook will mathematically probably be out of the championship. He's going to win all three races now. <laughs> I hope not, because he's not in my predictions. Um, and then I think we're looking at certainly four this weekend that could very well be narrowed down, depending on how it all goes. It's already a two-horse race for me. Yes, I know. I think you said that in the in the last I'm pod. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. So, looking at those championship contenders then, uh, last year... Ash managed a 7th, a 4th and a 3rd. Colin had a 6th, a 3rd and an 8th. Hill had a 21st, a 9th and a 1st. Very good recovery drive, that 21st to 9th. It was, yeah, it was. Uh, And then Ingram had a 2nd, a 2nd and a 12th. Butcher took two wins last year, including pole position, and obviously Hill took that win in race three. It's a track where the four protagonists go well at. Yes. Which is why I'm saying it's two-man race, because... I just don't see anybody having a particularly bad weekend. Now, arguably, Turkin is yet to have his poor weekend. Yeah. You could potentially point to Alton Park where he had a retirement race three, but he'd already banked a fourth and a third by that point. Yeah. 
Sutton has not really had a bad weekend either, unless you potentially go for Croft, which was two sixths and then a retirement or a non-contested. So both of those you'd think have got to have their quote bad weekend, but they're both so ridiculously relentless at scoring points, you just don't see it. Ingram's already had a couple of poor results scattered into the season, as has Hill. I just... I just don't see where Sutton or Turk can drop points. The amount of podiums they've got, I think I can't do maths that quickly, but I think half of their results have been podiums this year. It's fairly close. Certainly, um, I think they've both had either one or two non-point scoring finishes, um, which just shows you the consistency that they've got and the ability to know when to race and when to hold back. Um, which I think is always going to be crucial in the championship push. Yeah, so Turkin's got 11 podiums. That includes first places. And uh, Sutton has 10, which yeah. is frankly ridiculous. So back in 2020, Ash scored a 5th, a 26th and a 3rd. Um, obviously that 26th to 3rd was that push through the field that you remember. Oh, that was that car was a rocket ship yes, that weekend. Was. Just so fast. You uh, took the weight out of that infinity and it was infinitely better. It was, certainly was. Um, Colin had a 4th, a 1st and a 10th that weekend. Hill had a 7th, a 7th and a 15th. Ingram had a 2nd, a 25th and a retirement. Uh, Camish took pole that weekend along with the first win. Turkiton obviously took the second win and that was the weekend that Ollie Jackson got his second win in the series. Seems so long ago, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, it does. I've, I've got stats on 2019 as well, Blimey. which Sutton did not do well at. He had a 24th and 11th, 15th. He was driving a Subaru. Yes. And it was that ridiculous wet-dry race in race three, which made yeah. it incredibly random. Uh, Colin had a 14th, a 2nd and a 7th. He got spun round in race one, I think, that year. Hill had a 16th, a 16th and 11th. Hill was in well, le- far less experience. Aldi, he's come, he? he's come off... He's come on so much in the last oh, two massively seasons. So. Massively so. Uh, and Ingram took a double win and a 22nd, obviously, in that wet race where he couldn't decide what tyre he wanted. I think he went out with one one of each on each corner, didn't he? Yeah, Plato took pole that weekend. Must have been a long time ago. Uh, obviously, that double Ingram win and, as you say, that wet race win for Jack Goff. Now, I've been doing some calculations. Okay. And I've been finding, for those last three seasons... Just show off your math skills, because you know I can't. Um, I did use a calculator, just to make sure. Um, I found out their average race one, race two and race three positions across the last three seasons. That is, frankly, stats I was not expecting this weekend. (laughs) BTCP, pushing boundaries, finding new ways to entertain. So you say that Ash and Colin go quite well here. You're now going to give me stats to show they don't, aren't you? Ash's average finishing position of race one over the last three seasons has been 13th. Just, just putting that out there. Points. Just points, yes. Collins' average race one position is 8th. Hills is 15th. Ingram's is 2nd. Yeah, from race one. Yeah. Don't forget that certainly never qualifies well. Race two, Ash's average position is 14th. It's going well for me, this. Collins is 2nd. Hills 11th. Ingram's 9th. And race three is where Ash slightly claws it back. He's, his average race three position is seventh. Collins is eighth. Hills is ninth. Ingram's is 21st. Don't forget that Ash used the tactic for two years of just score points in race one and two and win race three with no yes. weight on board yes. because of the weight system. Um, but yeah, if, if you want to take any notice of those, <coughs> could, no. it, could it be significant for the weekend? 
Possibly. You think not, don't you? I hate maths. I oh, knew. I was let's <clears> be <throat> doing those then. No, it's, it is interesting because I, I didn't realise that Sutton's race position was so low when you look at the last three years. But I still would trust him to get good points this weekend. He's had two podiums in nine races at Silverstone. Is that eight? Yes. That is quite surprising. Mm, I know. Um, but yeah. So does that change your your thoughts on the weekend? Are you wanting to change your predictions before we no. get to them? Okay. No, because in many ways, and we do it for the pod, and I don't want to put ourselves down. All the history is a complete waste of time. It's you know they're in different cars. Well, it is different cars. Totally discount everything we're saying tonight, and just go and enjoy the weekend. Yeah, see you on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, because you know Sutton isn't in a different car to he was last year, as yes. is in our uh, Ingram isn't. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Not last year, no. It's his debut season, the Hyundai, isn't it? No. Oh, God, it's been a long break, hasn't it? <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, go on. Turkington, I can guarantee you, is in the same car. Yeah, Turkington is. <laughs> Hill is in a different car and has got better for it, which I think will see his averages improve this year. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm anticipating a close weekend... And I'm hoping that everyone will race well. Oh, wow. Was I right again? You were right. Hey. I like it when that happens. Crikey. Shall we move on to some weather for the weekend? Well, no, I need to finish my point first, Okay, Which is that, you know, it is slightly pointless looking at what went before because they are mostly in different machinery and different setups and different rules. It's always a good and, indication. And it's the British Touring Cars. And yeah. anything can happen. we just got to find half hour to fill, so that's a yeah. good way of filling ten minutes. Thanks. Weather for the weekend. Yeah. Sunday, looking dry. Great. Uh, dry, bit of breeze, sunny intervals, like 15 degrees. Nothing like three years ago when Goff took a mad win in race three where it absolutely heaved it down just after the start of the race. It was horizontal wet. It, it was. Um, I've never been so wet and cold and miserable <laughs> in all my life. Um, so yeah, I don't think we're expecting any hiccups from the weather this weekend, um, which should see a level playing field for all. Which means Bernie Eccleston was right. We should introduce artificial rain at tracks. Okay. Do I'm bored. <laughs> it's been dry all year. Bear with me. You know how you don't like race two? Yes. Maybe we should just make that a wet race. Every weekend? Yes. I- I'd be up for that. It would shake up the grid for race three. It would. I Look, but it won't be uttered that often, but Bernie is right. You know, well, it, racing in the dry at some of these tracks is boring. And racing in the wet at some of these tracks is dangerous. Yes, I'm not saying to it every track. I know. Silverstone is a perfectly safe place to race wet at. Okay, no track is perfectly safe. (laughs) I was going to say. But in terms of the upkeep of the circuit, Mm -hmm. and the fact that it has races of all disciplines all year round, Mm -hmm. it is a relatively safe track to run in the wet. Yes. It's not not a Nordschleife, is it? No, no, granted. You know, it's it's not spa. No. Generally, Silverstone is fine to run in the wet. So let's yes. make it wet. <laughs> make it rain. Artificially tweaking the championship. I think it's a real shame that we're not going to have a wet race this year. Unless Brands decides to be wet. Do you... Th- because I think it is a leveller. And I think it is good for the championship to have that 
unpredictability of a weekend that's wet. Do you think we need to start the season earlier, end it later then, to have more differences in weather? Personally, I'd rather watch the race in the wet than in 40 degree heat where nobody can bother to do anything because it's too bloody hot to, to do yeah, anything. I understand and that. And Snatterton was boring, particularly for the first race, because it was just too hot. The, you could not expect the drivers to concentrate enough to do anything that was, yep. you know, and it was processional because it's basically, I've just got to get through this next 20 minutes and then go and call off in a pool somewhere. Yes. So we didn't get any racing, really. I, I understand that point of view in the, the the heat brings so many challenges and struggles to the car, but you also get that in the wet as well. Yeah, but I think it's more... The wet lends itself to better racing than the mm. hot. Yeah. Because drivers generally also like driving in the wet. Yes. Some of them. Some less than others. Most of the touring <laughs> cars do. Yes. Because they're... British, they've grown up racing in this country where it is often wet, miserable and cold. Is it? <laughs> Hadn't so, noticed. I, I don't know, I'd rather race in the stuff we had at Silverstone for that crazy or last year's at Brands Hatch than I would 40 degree heat, because actually mm. you compare Snetterton in, even Snetterton in the wet, Snetterton in the dry, it's two completely different circuits. Yes. yes. And it's all the better for it when it's wet. Yeah. And yeah, perhaps moving it a bit later wouldn't be a terrible idea. Moving it later... I mean, more different rounds, but two rounds at each circuit. Well, we've seen this week F1 have decided that they're going to try and get a race on the moon by 2030 in the calendar. <laughs> so is it time we extend the touring car calendar? Is it time we go for 36 ra- rounds? Well, you, you could even drop it back to having two rounds a weekend and having more weekends. Yeah, you could, yeah. Um, obviously, depending on the calendars for all other series throughout the the circuits and the year. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of logistics to go on with that, but I would like to see more different circuits. I would as well. I, would. Um, I think it'd bring more challenges. And also, you've managed to completely touch on the white elephant in the room, or the elephant in the room, whether it's what the expression is. Elephant in the room, elephant yeah. in the room about calendars and whatnot, because we have found out this week that we've lost the Genetis for next year. Yes. Yeah, that was a, a heart-wrenching moment. Quite a shock announcement, and one that. I think a lot of fans don't quite understand. Um, I, I don't think a lot of the drivers understand. You look at some of the comments that, I've, I've, to name a couple, Max Coates, I've seen comment on there. I'm fairly sure I saw Paul O'Neill tweet that he was you know, upset by this. Considering the standing that these Ginetta Championships, both the Junior and the Super Cup, put drivers into to be able to compete, to be able to partially help fund drives be entry level motorsport be development level motorsport they're not going completely must add that in they are just moving across to the British GT package much like what the Cleos did a couple of seasons ago when we then got the minis in Um, it'll be interesting to see what replaces them yeah there's been quite a few speculations as you'd expect yep. Caterham has been post- posted as possible replacement the Caterham yeah. series um, possible to see the Cleos come back to the to the grid I think that is probably more likely because of going across to the British GT package I think they might be looking to replace them with the juniors and stuff do you think we could see the TCRs come to the because uh, I think that would be really cool for that, that championship because the TCRs is basically without trying to do it down too much mini touring cars they, they yes. are it's a touring car series they're in sort of sl- slightly less powerful British touring cars basically yep. 
and stuff in there includes um, the there's some Coopers running in that yep. series and um, Chris Smiley's in there this season and there's yep. quite a few big names or up and coming names in that series. I think it would be really nice to tie those two in together, but not exclusively. Well, no, but we now we have it, so you don't have all the current support series on the card. I think only F4 come to every round that we do. Yes, it is. Um, so it'd be cool to have TCR for a couple of events a year. I'm going to sound really boring and really my usual negative self. I wish I'd just pick one mini championship to have, because I'm like... They all look the same. I do get confused when yeah. they chop and change between championships, especially because I think Max Coates is driving in both sets. I think he is, yeah. So Which, it is. Yeah. It's quite difficult. Well, uh, you know, I just wish they'd have a couple of. Or just pick one, basically. Just, just pick one and stick with it. Yeah, a couple of um, championships that I thought might look towards uh, JSCC, which is the Junior Saloon Car championships which would be cool again getting juniors in there i think we need a younger brand oh god absolutely. in there yeah definitely fiesta cup juniors that's a junior sport yeah. isn't it yeah quite possibly um i know the minis also do a fairly good job at bringing youngsters in um but i want it to be mini weekend where we have no. three different mini support series of weekend because that also is boring i think it's going to be interesting to see what they replace the big genetas with yeah because i'm not sure it's got to be a Presumably a tin top of a fairly good... Qu- I mean, yeah, Cleo's is my best bet. Yeah, but... I, they're, they're not big enough for me. They, they When the Ginettas go round, the big Ginettas in the Super Cup, that V8 engine that they've yeah, had yeah. this year yeah, yeah. just sounds so much but what, what, different and throaty. And what big car is that other than TCR? Well, yeah, that's a good point. That you could realistically put on the calendar. Um, I don't think there's a Seat Cup still running. No. Um... It'd be quite cool to have the um, Citroen Saxo Championship, but I, don't, I think that's too small fry to put onto these. A little bit of stock car. <laughs> well, that's touring cars. Yeah, I know. I'm just not sure what else we could have. I mean, do Jag still... Because I mean, I'm thinking back to Toka 2 touring cars on the PlayStation. You had the Jag support series. Yeah, nice and recent there, mate. Yep. Showing your age. Yep. <laughs> you don't really have any Jags anymore. Right. I can't think of a support series on that. I, I think it'll be an interesting announcement whenever it comes. What would be really cool is if we got a couple of one-off events of classic car racing. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah, we've seen that at Thruxton a couple of times, haven't we? Yeah, to have... Even, even if that's just the classic touring cars or actual classic car yeah. Goodwood-style racing. Super 2000s. That would be quite cool. Anyway. Anyway, lorries. That's a, no, that's, that's a big engine for you. No. I've been to a lorry event at Snetterton and the marshals have to stand in with the fans because it is that dangerous. Well, yes. it's a. F- I know. As I know. Morrissey would sing, if a 10-ton truck crashes into us, you know. It, you yeah. weren't expecting a Morrissey reference tonight, no, were you? No, I wasn't. No, no. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all the news, yeah. isn't it? Um, it is a big piece it's a loss and it's a big loss but equally everybody goes up well not everybody a lot of people up in arms when we lost the Cleos Mm. and I think the Minis have done a pretty good replacement job yes they have Um, I think the key is going to be in an industry that's very difficult to get into at the best of times due to money and connections if we're going to lose a series that tries to bridge that gap you've got to have a series that can carry on that good work that Ginetta have started yep very much agree you agreed to me twice tonight. I, know, I have. 
Hanging swanky. Should we talk about something we're not going to agree on? Go on then. Predictions. Yes. Well, we're not... I say we're not allowed to agree. I need to differ from you because I need some points back. So, as a reminder on the general predictions, and I have to it's do it for the... It's going well. Do we have to? People need to know the scores. Okay, fine. We've done the championship for the touring car drivers, and that's... A li- ar- little more important. And arguably that's more out there. More people are interested in yeah. that. Arguably. Arguably. So, as it stands on the general, I have 20 points... And you have 14.5, so you're five and a half behind. Do you, to, do you want to go to the updated scores from last round? Okay, 22 points to 16, so you are six points behind. Even further behind, yes. Okay. Do you want to go back to being 5.5 <laughs> behind? Yeah, actually. Okay, so you are six points behind, and there are, uh, on offer this weekend, we have one, two, three, four, five, six points available, plus the game. extra game. Yes. So at the end of this weekend, you could be in front. I could. And if you are, I'm retiring from this podcast. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Right, so I've gone... Well, I say I've gone fairly different to you this weekend. We've got a few similar ones in there. For pole position this weekend, Ingram is going to bang it on there. And then lose it because he's not got the right right height. No, don't do that to me. What about you? Butcher goes well here. That car just goes well here. The Toyota Corolla... it goes really well here. It's a track that suits it. It's a quick track. It's a full commitment track. And if that's not Rory Butcher in a nutshell, I'm not sure what is. It very much did cross my mind, but then you went for it, so I thought I had to do something different. But it wouldn't surprise me if he's there or thereabouts. Interesting that neither has gone for the Wingfoot um, Contenders Hill or Turkington. Not fancying them this weekend? There's there's two main traction zones here that the BMWs benefit from, and that's coming out of Beckett's, coming out of Luffield. I don't think that's enough for them and I think that the hybrid or lack thereof will actually make a difference this weekend because the Wellington straight we've is a long say- straight we've been saying that all year I know it's but not the- made an ounce of difference no but maybe this is the weekend it does okay. the Wellington straight is long the- longish well, it was, yeah we saw it we did see it at Snetterton some of the drive people were getting on the long Bentley straight mm. with hybrid assistance mm. we'll see I'm, I'm reluctant to well Reluctant to agree on that. That's fine. Uh, can you give me three race winners? I think Ingram will take that pole and run with it and take the first win because I don't think hybrid will make too much difference. I have Ingram for a win as well. Okay. I do think Butcher will be there or thereabouts, possibly take a race win as well. And a little bit of out there is Hill. It's not really out there, is there? He's fourth in the championship. Yes it's and no. In a BMW. Well, it is a little bit out there because does he need to? Because be your con- statistics show. That yeah. Does he need to be conservative, or does he actually need to push? And is there there more chance of him not finishing? I thought you were going to say, does he need to run for the Labour Party lead? Anyone needs to do that. Oh, it's, it's morphed into how I got news for you. Um, I, I know what you're saying, and I think Hill, to be fair, is more naturally set up to the aggression side of things. That's not a bad thing. And he has got to push this weekend. But when Hill's up against it and pushing, he's generally very good. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it's that out there as a prediction. How about yours? Obviously, you've gone one for Ingram. Yeah. Who else? One for Sutton. Okay. Ignoring my stats. Ignoring your stats, massively so. Yep. Um, And then I can rub your face in the stats later on. And show that I didn't need maths, after all. They were wrong. Um, And out there, Cook. Okay. Decent showing at Thruxton. Yeah. Is that car now in a sweet spot? Who knows of that car? Mm. 
goes well at statistically goes well at I will say one thing it's not Thruxton it's very similar it's still not Thruxton it's very similar it's still not Thruxton well no he's proved this year that Thruxton is the only place that he can do really well disagree disagree okay he took a double win at Brands there you go so he's done okay (laughs) at Brands he's took two wins there two wins at Thruxton he's taken a podium at Alton Park a podium at Cross both race threes I didn't say what race is going to do it in, did I? Just saying. Oh, don't just say. <laughs> I'm going Cook, and I don't okay. think it's that rid- ridiculous. We'll find out, though. Well, we'll, we'll find out. But he finishes 17th, 17th and 21st. I look oh, forward he seems to, to be down around Plato. <laughs> what, 24th? Yeah. Um, who is your just saying Jack Sears this weekend? I am going to go for Gamble. You're going to go for Gamble. I'm going to go bold. I'm giving you a chance back into this in many ways. Are you? Well, I'm six points ahead, so I could show off a little bit. I don't know what I mean by too big a margin. You know, nobody likes like the city teams that won the Premier League by thirty points. <laughs> so I've got to try and let you, you know, give a little sense of competition. Otherwise, people get bored. We know that the Astros go fairly well here. Um, they've been fairly successful. And that's where I've gone. Lest we forget that Lloyd nearly took a win here last year in yep. the Astra, beaten by Jake Hill. Yeah. Plato was on pole or second that race and was seventh by the end of turn one. But that's that's another story. Um. Bobby Thompson leads the way in the Jack Sears standings. He's on 380 points. George Gamble on 348. That's quite a big gap, really. It is. Given that, on pay- oh, to the naked eye, you'd say Gamble's had a better season. But a non-finish from Thompson mm. and Gamble is right back in that. He is. And then Ash Hand is a long way back in third on 305. I think if you're Sam Osborne, you're very disappointed. Yes. Just in general, or...? <laughs> <laughs> I think that to be finishing behind two rookies in the championship that's built for people like you who haven't got a podium, they are two rookies. Yes, George Gamble, less so because of the car he's got at his disposal. He's but still the rookie. Yes, I understand that. But Ash Hand, I think he would have been looking to compete more with that Astra this season. Sam Osborne, that is. Yeah, but Gamble not in a good car or not, he's still a rookie. I know. And then... Dexter Patterson isn't a million miles off Sam Osborne. Not at all. For someone who is a rookie, yes. who is in a car that didn't work in the first half of the season, arguably isn't working still now, yep. and is in his first proper series by, you know. So, yep. I think you've got to be slightly disappointed if you are um, Sam Osborne at this stage. Yeah, I agree on that one. I was expecting more from him this season. Agreed. Okay, uh, and then your overall prediction for the weekend. I'm slightly worried about this one. So, I've gone for all four contenders, so Sutton, Turkington, Ingram and Hill, yep. to score points in all three races. Okay. Which is brave, because I only need it to go badly wrong in one race. See, I want to change mine now. Okay. Do you think you've gone brave or safe with your current one? So, currently I've got Turk and Shovel Podium. Yep. Not out of the realms of possibility. His averages are good. But we've, sorry, we've spoken about Jake Hill, and this is the weekend he's got to make up, make make points up. Okay. Is this the weekend him and Turkson come together? Oh, you're going to go back to this, are you? You had this last time out, remember? I did, and it did. It was nowhere near coming off. No. Um, I'm going to leave it as Turkins and Treble poses. I might come back to that for Brands. Okay. Which I think is more likely. Fair enough. Because, as discussed, there's nowhere at Silverstone to overtake or have contact at. Yeah. So, 
Although, let's not forget, a couple of scenes ago, Turkton and uh, Jordan and Camish were all playing silly buggers under the safety car, um, mm. banging into each other under yeah. the safety car. And I think that's the moment where Andrew Jordan's WSR career rather ended. Very, very much um, Vettel Hamilton in Baku kind of thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Except, of course, they were technically teammates. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton and Vettel were technically not teammates. Yes, I know. Camish wasn't teammate either. No, but he was just involved. Anyway, we have a game for this weekend, don't we? We do. We do. We normally play the Silverstone Tax, but you've got bored of that idea and don't think it exists. So mm. I look. It, we'll, okay. we'll keep an eye on it. We will, but okay, here's the deal. Yep. I think a pint will be more than £5. Okay. If I'm right, you buy me a pint. If I'm wrong, I'll buy you a pint. So if it's under £5, you'll get a pint of me. So you. Uh, and if it is £5? Then we all go home, none the, white, none the happier. Okay. If it's five on the news... On the news? For Heineken, because it's Heineken at Silverstone. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Only the best. <laughs> right. Sorry, Marks and Spencer. <laughs> well, this is not just your trackside beer. This is your <laughs> chillingly cool Heineken poured trackside beer. Oh, dear. If the, if the Heineken is... There's not going to be any blinking Heineken now. I'm going to foolish. Okay, if the premium... Croft all over again. I don't think there's Croft lager. No, as in Croft, where they didn't have normal... Oh, I see. Okay, if a pint of lager, beer, is more than £5, you buy me one. Okay. If it's less than £5, I buy you one, because I still think the Silverstone tax exists. Okay, that's fine. Fine. Agreed. Anyway, Anyway, our game... The game, yep. Overcommitted at at Cops, even. You can be overcommitted at Croft if you'd like, be a bit the wrong venue. Overcommitted at Cops. Mm -hmm. So Cops, we know, has a little bit of a history in most sport, certainly in recent years, Um, and is a corner... Sorry to piece that together. It was from Maggots and Beckett's, weren't it? What? The Verstappen-Hamilton thing. No, that was at Cops. Oh, I thought it was from Hamilton and Beckett's. Okay. Through Hamilton and Beckett's. Hamilton and Beckett's. Oh, it's not long, so rename every corner there Hamilton, is it? (laughs) And so we know that drivers always seem to run wide through cops just to get the best run out of that corner and try and gain as much advantage as possible. Now, track limits have been, I'd say, fairly well policed this season. In qualifying? Certainly in qualifying. In the race, nobody cares. (laughs) Okay. Um, and MSV tracks obviously have pressure pads. But this is not an MSV track. It is not an MSV track. So we're going to keep an eye on the over committing at cops. And you should have picked a name, a type you could really say, shouldn't yeah, you, for, should. a, for yeah. a game? Um, and people taking track limits to their absolute extent. So we're looking at how many people run wide. Basically. Yeah. So to, put, to put it into yeah. a nutshell, how many people run wide? We all. So, end up judging it on television footage yes. post weekend yep. we will not have every single angle so we will have a panel of judges to decide whether it counts or not <laughs> you make this sound far more grand than it actually is I know the panel of judges you, me and anybody else who can get involved yep most likely our other halves when we're having an argument what number of drivers or cars should I say will be from running from the touring car series from the touring car series will be running wide at cops across all three races over the weekend statistically i think that um 17 will go wide okay across the three races any reason for that no you asked me to pick a number so i okay, did okay lovely arbitrary number out of the air i don't think it will be that many okay uh, you've averaged about what six races statistically yes uh, i'm going a little, little bit less i'm going for 14 which is how many a race <laughs> Some. <laughs> it's must be about five a race. It's just less than five a race, yes. Four but point. we can't get like half a car. 
I don't know. Let's not go down that no. path. No, no. Um, and we've also picked three drivers who we think will be part of this brigade. It's a point if they happen. If it happens multiple times, that driver is not multiple points. No. Let's make that abundantly yep. clear. So the three I have gone for are Sutton because it's Ash Sutton and yep. lap one. Uh, Butcher because it's Rory Butcher, Butcher and <laughs> lap one. And Morgan, the man we never end up talking about on this podcast, but... Not bit, unless he's had a bad weekend. He had a bit of a to-do here last year with Tom Chilton and a couple of... I think he had a coming together of um, Neat as well here yep. in the past. It's not a great circuit, although you, no doubt you've got some facts that point me that's no, right. I haven't, Morgan. We don't talk about him. No. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Morgan. Okay. I'm going for Hill, as yep. he's always full commitment, yep. much like Sutton. Uh, Shedden... Yeah. Just because it's Shedden. He'll either push someone wide or get pushed wide. But it doesn't count if he pushes someone wide. Well, he may run over as well. True. And Moffitt, just because that car seems a handful at the best of times. And just to make this even more complicated than it needs to be, um, we're only counting cars that have either been run wide or run wide themselves. If they come into the corner having spun, having had contact, yes. or any contact that is more than just a little rubbings racing, we yes. will not count that as a, as a point. And again, we'll go to the arbitrary panel if needs be. Do you think everyone understands it now? If so, can they explain it to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Final thoughts on the weekend ahead? Well, bingo is my final thoughts. Oh, yes, yeah, bingo. You see that. Go on, then. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Um, you know the drill by now. It's commentator bingo. I currently need that championship as well, 10-8. Um, so that's good for me. You've got a chance of pulling this one back. You have indeed, yep. So it's commentary from either Addison or whoever's standing in for him if he's not there. And Harvey, or hopefully standing in for Harvey if he's not there. Although he's Harvey's, always there. If Harvey's not there, my first one's not going to work at all. Because <laughs> Turkington will be mentioned 10 plus times across the three races. So 11 or more? 10 or Yeah. Basically. 10 plus you've put, so 11 or more. I'm going to be really annoyed if it's 10. I'm just clarifying. Okay, I'm putting it down now. If I get 10, I get half a point, given how lean we've been throughout the rest of the year. We're, we're classifying this now. That's why I'm just settling yeah, yeah. it now. So if it's 10, I get half a point. Well, just put ten or more. All right. And then you can get the full point if it's ten. If it's nine, I'm going to be really angry. <laughs> yes, you might as well just put one and then win. Great, okay. Tur- <laughs> the name Turkington to be mentioned. Yeah, Tim has a habit of, you know, talking about something completely unrelated and then bringing it back to BMW, Colin Turkington. So I'm going ten plus times this weekend. Okay, I am going more, more generalised, more thinking about the championship. And thinking about the championship battle, whichever driver he may choose to pick on, normally Colin, um, is always thinking about championship battle, where he is in the race, whether to make a move, whether to sit back, whether to defend. It's always going to be about the championship battle this weekend. Um, my second one would be, he'll mention Sutton's driving style, whether that be how he's tapered it down to be a bit more gentle, or whether it's, that's typical, that's Sutton, that you get full commitment with Ash, that's just the way he drives. Oh dear, I forgot you did the impression. Um, my second one is going to be Cook's Lunge from last season. That rather wild and... Um, how do we describe it? Ambitious, I think is a good way. Um, that he had on Butcher last season that uh, did uh, not come off. I think Cook's just trying to expand his horizons, thinking Rallycross could be an option yeah. for me in the future. Let's, yeah. let's see how we go. Certainly could be. Let's not forget as well in race one, Butcher won having potentially overtaken under a yellow flag, which had been taken in fractions before he made the move, which was... Yes. Yes. Interesting. Your final one? Uh, the tactical deployment of the hybrid system. Okay. So, 
this is more probably an Addison one. You can see that he's tactically using the hybrid to keep him behind. Something along those lines. Yep. I'm going to go for nothing to lose. You don't. Um, so I could see maybe one of the drivers having had a poor race one, trying to charge through the field, maybe Hill or Ingram, maybe just going for it. Absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah. Any final thoughts? We're this going. Time? We are going, yes. Early morning. Just for the Sunday. Late evening. Then early morning next day to go drive some supercars. Yes. And drift. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend. It'll be good to be back at a circuit. It feels like quite a while since we were, it really does. We were at one. Um, Even though it was only... And I'm looking forward to... Buy me a pint. No, not... I'm looking forward to getting bought a pint. Well, I hope the fans are going to pay for it, or... <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you do see us around... Buy us uh, a pint. <laughs> come and say hello um, and have a good chat with us. Um, thank you for all the uh, engagement on social media. We like to hear from you and we love to hear your thoughts. Anything else? Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, do always like, share, subscribe. Leave us a little review. If you leave us a nice one, we might even read it out on the next podcast. And... Well, be sure to like the social media and engage where you can. We'll be back probably Wednesday next week um, as we're going to have to rewatch the races probably on Monday night um, and we'll be back with a review. Enjoy. You too. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 